Welcome to the server effect, a postcard of travel stories. Each week we hope to bring you a conversation with someone we meet overseas, and at least one good story. <laughs> Episode 106, From Nowhere, Alaska, where Joe saw a grizzly. Just off the coast of Ireland, three small islands remain locked in time, covered in mazes of low stone walls whose patterns mimic the knit of their famous wool sweaters, which in turn resemble the fishing nets lying on the shore. Inishir, the nearest of the Aran Islands, has a shipwreck. That's where I met Joe. Okay, so okay. my first question, can you describe what you look like for the people listening? Oh, right, okay then. Uh, I would call myself short. Um, wish I was taller, but I am short. Um, I've got um, light kind of blondish hair now because I'm going grey. Uh, so I decided to go lighter in colour. But in my young days, I had much darker hair. And um, I'm average built. And I dream of a six pack, but that's never happened. So, But I'm still dreaming. I'm 40 next year and I'm Don't holding out for it. Don't give up. Yeah, I'm just like, come on, I can do it. Yeah. yeah. And that's basically it. And small feet. Okay. <laughs> okay. And would you like to chime in and add anything? She's got lovely reddish re- Irish hair. Yeah. Well, is that my blonde red gone wrong? Is that no, my grey's gone wrong? Grew up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. So next, can you describe where we are right now? Okay then. So we are just on. We can hear the Atlantic. Uh, we can hear the waves and we are at a shipwreck which is incredible and I believe this shipwrecked in the 60s and you've just told me that it was carrying whiskey which is a great Irish story but what's actually nice about being here I, I don't feel sad because I've been told that all the people were rescued that's great so that makes you actually feel a little bit more positive about this yeah. place uh, it's very grey where we are the rocks are very grey We've hit it on a lovely calm day, which is fantastic. Um, uh, clouds in the sky, um, rustic, old, mysterious maybe. Um, happy feeling actually here. I want to add... Quite content. I think we're standing right at the breach in the hull of the ship. Like yeah. The big hole where it broke. Yeah. It looks and, like, I don't know. And, and it's actually, all rusty. just um, when I first met you and I was taking photographs over there I know when I show my children at school because I'm a teacher I'm going to show them the photographs of here that I was I was making out animal patterns actually from that because I know that's the first thing they will see when they look through the holes that have been made obviously with the with it being a shipwreck and with the weather over the years and what have you so it's very interesting 20 years from now it'd be interesting to compare photographs yeah wouldn't it oh absolutely yeah totally so also, we're on the Aran Islands. Uh, yes. Inishir? Inishir, yeah. Yeah. 
in a shore. Or, or in a shore, so the smallest island of the Aran Islands. And they're just off the west coast near the Moor Cliffs. Yeah, have yeah. You, have you been here before, or is this I've first time? been to the larger of the Aran Islands when I was a kid, like I suppose in my late teens with my parents, hiring bikes, so doing exactly what I'm doing today. <laughs> and I have two children, but I need to take them back here yeah. myself and do that with them and maybe try and do all three islands at some point during yeah. their... Cause during their childhood because I've got such positive memories yeah. of a sunny day, believe it or not. <laughs> so a day like today and feeling totally calm. Even when you were biking here, it was just oh. really surreal and just lovely. And there was two older people out in their house. Mm. They're obviously, you know, fluent Gaelic speakers and they were just having their cup of tea or their uh, cup of coffee and you know just enjoying yeah. their life and you can sense from them that this is this is where they're at yeah. and this is like how relaxed they are and quite happy to see the tourists <laughs> Yes, because there's still a lot of tourists right now which I think you know is incredible for this time of the year as oh, well yeah. Yeah. yeah it's starting to slow down starting to slow down slightly yeah so yeah. the locals are telling us yeah well I'm curious how you see this compared to how we see it you know how someone from the mainland of Ireland does does this place I mean we have to mention that there's rock walls stone yeah. walls that look ancient to my eyes they yeah look and they are ancient know. yeah yeah I think when you've been to Dublin so yeah. I, I live in Dublin I'm not from Dublin but I live in Dublin so I think when you come here you actually feel this is a totally different Ireland yeah and this is the real Ireland and this is the Ireland that you want to believe in yeah because really Ireland is a different reality, unfortunately. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. We're, we're broke, we've no money, the economy's in ruins. There's so many problems. I was working in England for such a long time, and I come back here and I'm thinking, gosh, this is tough on yeah. everybody. Yeah. Tough to, to survive. Like, it really is a survival. Yeah. You know, I'm a single mom as well, so, you know, you're there and you're just trying to get on with your life. But when you come to this part of Ireland, you kind of feel a sense of relief. Interesting. So that's how I see it. So you're but saying I've been Dublin away. is a struggle and yeah. here is a relief. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thought that's you were how saying I see the it. opposite that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> the rural yeah. part is struggling and yeah. Dublin is successful. No, you see no. here, okay. just kind of people probably just get by here and get on with it as we're. I don't know. It's like sometimes I think maybe I should live in this side of Ireland mm. and not live in such a built-up area where there's problems. Now we're obviously seeing more problems because we're teachers. Sure. You know, so we're dealing with those problems all the time. So you know, you can see firsthand what poverty is. But it's almost like even people like me are in poverty. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you just kind not, of think, what is right. going on here? What is you know? <laughs> when I left Ireland 17 years ago, you know, there was problems then, and now I've come back to Ireland, and it seems if like we haven't, we've gone backwards. Yeah. The only thing that keeps me going is the Irish people. They're yeah. quite amazing. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. incredible people. That, you know, good spirit. Majority of them. Mm-hmm. You know, of course. You know, you're going to have all walks of life, but they definitely keep me um, positive, keep me grounded, and and one of the reasons to be in this country mm-hmm. is a true and true Irish person who's going to tell you straight how it is. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. my friend she will tell you straight <laughs> how it is <laughs> you know so you know it's it's that's that's quite nice yeah about being here yeah mm-hmm. well it'll be interesting for you to listen to this 20 years from now when you live here 
Yeah, and when I buy, I'm already thinking, I'm thinking, I'm going, <laughs> I've got my six pack, I'll be what, 60, and I'm going to have my little house up there, and maybe a nice husband. Yes. One can only hope. Absolutely. We all must have hope. <laughs> okay, uh, just two more questions. Okay. What, what role has travel played in your life? Has travel oh. impacted you much? You mentioned totally, just totally. Off to Listen, I've been, I've been <laughs> almost everywhere. So travel, um, right? So, like I said, I've been back in Ireland. So the other day, uh, well, it was a few weeks ago. Um, somebody was delivering f- uh, furniture to our school, new tables, and this man, he said, "Oh, you're from originally from? I'm from the border of Northern Ireland originally." So. If, you know, it takes people a while because I've been away so long to listen to that little twang in my accent to pick that up. Mm-hmm. And he picked it up straight away. And the other teacher beside him said, she's from nowhere. She's a traveller. <laughs> and I was like, OK, thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, I've travelled a lot um, and I've lived away, worked away. Uh, I lived in India for a year. So when I went and lived in India, I actually had my local priest come to see me because he was so concerned that, you know, you have to be so careful when you go to India and now you're not going to convert to anything. You know, you're still Catholic. And now it's so cool to go and be there. But I think back then, 20 years ago, it just wasn't, it was kind of like, what, really? Your what? priest pursued you to yeah, India? Yes, yeah, he what? came over to the house to have a cup of tea and I'm like going for God's sake. <laughs> um, I was like, oh no, I'll be fine. And I think as well, um, because I d- did grow up in the countryside in Ireland, for me, travel was such, you kind of wanted to see the rest of the world. And I actually think Irish people in general, not all of us, but I think Irish people have a great sense up and up get up and go yeah and and as, and as well as that that shows during um the recession mm-hmm. okay it's not working family kids wife husband off to australia <laughs> off to america whether you're going illegal illegally whatever they just get up and do it yeah. so um travel for me i worked on cruise ships around the caribbean that was also a great great crack uh like I said, parts of Europe. I was lucky enough when I left school, I worked for the airlines. So it was quite uh, affordable and mm. cheap way to do it. Mm. And very lucky to go to lots of different parts of the States and appreciate travel. And now with, as a mom of a six-year-old and a nine-year-old, I'm trying to, you know, uh, put those... Um, try and make them understand the importance what you can learn from travel and not Mm -hmm. to be afraid of it Mm -hmm. because sometimes I think when we get a little bit older we get a little bit worried and afraid God what could go wrong and this year I did take my kids on a very um, Spanish holiday Mm. not the tourist spots Mm. and I'm lucky enough because I've worked with Spanish people in England and um, they were surrounded by Spanish met very few speaking English speaking people and it was great for them and they got to see a true sense of catching a train Mm. with your bag your rucksack on your back doing all of that so I think that's very important but also it's very important that you know what's on your doorstep Mm. so we have moved from Scotland England back to Ireland and even living in Dublin I'm taking them to all the local areas to to know what's here and now it's my job I see my job as a mother is now to show them Ireland and to bring them here and to show them this wonderful place on the west of Ireland and have them have that um, the the sense and appreciate people from different cultures and speak Irish come over because we're all learning Irish at the moment and that to come over and actually try a bit of Gaelica yeah, and yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And that, to me, is very important. If I can give my children that gift, then great. I've done my job, I think. 
Yeah. As well as good manners, of course. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then tick box, super mum. <laughs> Not well, that I feel like that all the time, of course. But yeah, you know, that's that's how I'm justifying it all. Yeah. 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 Well, I have a sense that you've got a thousand compelling stories. Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to limit you to one. Okay. One good travel story. (laughs) Okay. Now I'll tell you one good travel story. I was in Alaska, lived there for about just, just for four weeks, kind of, you know, just hung out in Alaska and I was going to the pub Mm. one night. It was during the summer months. So it was, you know, nine o'clock at night and it was beautiful. You know, the sky was still bright and there was a bear, a grizzly bear in a bin. (laughs) having a rummage <laughs> and I was still you know Irish very naive is this dangerous or is it not what shall I do and I just stood froze on the spot for a little bit and I thought maybe if I sneak back do I go back in the house but I really want to go to the pub so it was just like what, what do I do here so I managed to actually just really just take my time and sneak um, step by step without breathing trying not to breathe and um, totally of course I was petrified but uh, managed to get around the corner and run all the way to the pub and went and I said oh my goodness there was a grizzly bear and they were like yeah and because they were like the locusts were like well where's your gun and I'm like oh I don't have a gun should I have a gun and then I thought okay I need to get a little bit savvy if I'm going to countries where there's going to be animals that could you know actually attack you and kill you so that was a good lesson in life it was a good story for the kids at school As our boat pulled away to leave the island, four musicians appeared on the dock to send us off. Thank you, Joe, for telling your story and uh, for telling me about Father Ted. Thank you to Dana Boulay for the opening music. The more people I meet, the happier I become. Samuel Beckett.